Welcome to the Arlington Street Church podcast. Boston Sanctuary since 1729, Arlington Street continues today as a gathering place for progressive people of faith in the Boston metropolitan area and beyond. Please visit ASCBoston.org for more information about this historic Unitarian Universalist congregation. We're located at the corner of Arlington and Boylston Streets in downtown Boston, Massachusetts. Arlington Street Church, gathered in love and service for justice and peace. Author Thomas More was taking questions on a lecture when a woman in the audience said, I used to look for meaning everywhere, but from now on, I'm just going to live with what is. I am struck by her resignation. I'm not going to look for meaning. Resignation is different from acceptance, the difference between hopefulness and hopelessness. And I hear her giving up on imagination. I'm not going to look for meaning. Not going to look among the garbage and the flowers for all the richness and aching complexity that is life. Thomas More says that this so-called living with what is, sleepwalking through our days without the spiritual stretch for depth, is basically stealing ourselves against life. In other words, and here's where I'm going with this, we can say, I'm just going to live in the moment. But until we both live in it and sound its meaning, we are living a very shallow life. Henry David Thoreau would say, a desperate life. The mass of men, he wrote, lead lives of quiet desperation. What is called resignation is confirmed desperation. I went to the woods, Henry Thoreau says, because I wished to live deliberately, to front only the essential facts of life and see if I could not learn what it had to teach and not, when I came to die, discover that I had not lived. I did not wish to live what was not life. Living is so dear. Nor did I wish to practice resignation unless it was quite necessary. When we show up in the present, raising our hands, saying, here, present and accounted for, all in, when we really show up, we are living on purpose, eager, longing to deeply engage and be engaged by life, by all its promise and possibility. Remember Zorba the Greek, I married, he says, wife, children, house, everything, the full catastrophe. (laughs) At best, we don't avoid life's complexity, we just do our best not to add to the mess. Thomas More writes, being present is not the same as trying to be present. Let's give up trying to catch our breath and simply breathe. Breathe in, breathe out.
To be present is to live the full catastrophe, to simply live. Allow the meaning to surface. Lama Suryadasa's new book, Living in Buddha Standard Time, Awakening to the Infinite Possibilities of Now, speaks to the possibility of cultivating spaciousness in our harried lives. In a chapter entitled, Creating Space in the Pace, he gives these two teachings. The first is the Shuni Mudra, holding the tip of your middle finger and thumb together. This is a classic hand gesture for cultivating patience, he writes. These fingers are associated with the lung meridian and the heart meridian, respectively, and will harmonize your breathing, circulation, and energy flow. This works anywhere, anytime. We can try it if you'd like. Hold the tip of your middle finger and your thumb together and rest your hands in your lap. And just breathe in and breathe out. Sushuni Mudra. You can try it when you need to cultivate some patience. And the second teaching you can try this week, um, I'd love to hear how it goes, is a practice called Pick the Longest Line at the Checkout Counter. That way, Lama Surya Das writes, you won't be disappointed. <laughs> and to your surprise, you may find that it moves more quickly than the lines around you. Smile at the frustrated customers who picked the shortest one. That used to be you. By just walking to the back of the longest line, you can transform your perception of time. While you're waiting for something else to happen, your life is still your life. Simply live. Beloved spiritual companions, may we practice not resignation, but deep engagement with all of life's complexity, all in for the present, and strive not to add to the mess of the full catastrophe. Especially when we are time-starved, may we live deliberately, on purpose, sounding our lives for meaning, transforming desperation to hope. And so bring a blessing to our overwrought days. Breathe in and breathe out. Simply live. With great joy, I give you to my beloved friend. Thank you very much, Reverend Kim, and all of you. <clears throat> I can hardly talk today, which is not my usual state. But I'll try. It's nice to see you all. I was hoping to lead some chanting, especially with the children, but <clears throat> Not today. Breathing in and breathing out, it's so simple, yet it's so freeing. Relaxing. Living simply 
as simply living. It's very important to us all. Just like breathing, it's the life breath within the breath, within life. Spirit and inspiration, breath go together. We all feel, I hear, so stressed today, so hurried, so harried. Do you know anyone who doesn't say they don't have enough time, they wish we wish we had more time? <clears throat> but where did all the time go, friends? We still have 24 hours a day, last time I checked. Moreover, the world didn't end yesterday with the great rapture we were led to expect. Another Y2K, not much, much ado about nothing. Because we don't really understand the nature of time, time and space, infinity and eternity. I don't want to theorize into all of that, especially after Reverend Kim gave such a beautiful and deep dharmic homily and practice also. Ah, breathing in and breathing out. Any child can do it. But who really understands the meaning and purpose of it all? That's the pulse within the breath. That's the heart of the matter. I've coined the term Buddha standard time for living in the now. We all live in the now, even animals, especially animals, who are so in the moment. Isn't that why we love our pets? Who are like our children, remind us of the joy of the moment and aren't worried about tomorrow. <clears throat> and other more adult concerns. But to live in the now, we have to be aware of the now, not just oblivious, intoxicated, or asleep at the wheel of our lives. We all have the same amount of time. It's not time we lack, friends. It's awareness, focus, and priorities, which is up to us if we want to get our hands on the steering wheel of our lives. Not to be control freaks, but to take control of what often feels like out-of-control lives. Time is the ultimate natural resource. Why haven't we named it? This is the next inconvenient truth, 2.0. And we're not even running out of it. We just think we are. It's an illusion. It seems to be a time famine. But it's not time we lack, but focus, awareness, and priorities. I assure you. We have all the time in the world. It's up to us how to use it more choicefully, more intentionally, to live on purpose. As Reverend Kim, who I always joke about being the reincarnation of Thoreau, she's from Concord, you know, <laughs> said, not that she looks like him, All the time in the world. If we had all the time in the world, what would we do with it? Yet we do. And what are we doing with it, friends? What the hell are we doing with it? Average American, five or six, seven hours a day on watching TV or surfing the net, not even working on the net, surfing the net, watching TV. Squandering time is wasting our life. Why is time the ultimate natural resource? Because time is life. Life is time. That's all we got. This is where the infinite meets the finite in this moment. This is where eternity meets 
this instant, in this moment. This is the great crossroads of past, present, future time horizontally moving that way, and present time, which is always now, the fourth time, the nowness, Buddha standard time, BST. Set your inner clock to that. Don't try to be in the now. Why try? We are already. It's a, just a matter of awareness, a little shift of awareness, a chiropractic adjustment that we can make, quote, internally, a shift of awareness and not see different things, but see things entirely differently. That's why we say in the Dzogchen tradition of Tibet, one moment of total awareness is one moment of freedom and enlightenment. Not waiting till after death to go to heaven or nirvana, not waiting till many years of schlepping to enlightenment through spiritual practices and penances, fasting, and yes, meditating and yoga, Ugh. and praying. Uh, why aren't my prayers answered? And even if they are not fast enough, practicing patience like this, oh Lord, or if you don't like God talk, oh, Lord Buddha, please give me patience right now. Oh, he's right now. That's the dark side of the moon. But right now, it's always now. It's now or never is always. There is no other place. It is the, time is the ultimate natural resource. To kill time is to deaden ourselves. So by practicing awareness, mindfulness, as the Buddhist buzzword is going around, mindfulness, the opposite of mindlessness, we are not asleep, mindless, at the wheel of our lives. This is where the rubber really meets the road on the spiritual path in life, everyday life. Mindful listening, wouldn't that transform your relationships? Or even more important, your main intimate relationship? No, I want to change him or her. Mindful listening can change the whole relationship. That is something you have the leverage, the agency to affect. Mindful driving, why not? How about mindful emailing? Yeah, that's a challenge. I can't do it. I just put it out there, maybe you can. Every real teacher wants the people to be, surpass them. Go ahead, please. Mindful texting, you young people. Why not with the thumbs? Doesn't have to be an ancient mudra or gesture. Be aware of your thumbs in the moment. Mindful texting, I'm sure the great Thich Nhat Hanh would agree. So we have all the time in the, way, in the world that's up to us how we use it rather than abuse it. If we feel the time has control over us, we're deluding ourselves. That's abusing time, abusing ourselves. We can make use of our time and ourselves and our lives. Savor this precious moment. To conclude, from the Tibetan Buddhist tradition, there's a great teaching, not well known enough. It's a little esoteric, Tibetan Buddhism, not the average, just uh, relaxation and concentration meditation. But it's called the five <coughs> perfections or the five assets or endowments. And this is right out of the 2,000-year-old tantric scriptures, that this is the perfect time. This is the perfect place. This is the perfect teaching for us. Whatever is happening, that is the teaching of the Buddha. The sound of the stream is the tongue of the Buddha, as his end song sings. <laughs> 
This is the perfect teaching. Whatever we're receiving, these gifts, say thank you with gratitude and appreciation. Perfect time, perfect place, perfect teaching, perfect teacher. No, not me. The higher power, however you conceive it, or the inner power. You don't like higher power talk? Inner power talk. The inner power, the bigger picture, is the ultimate teacher. Tune in to Buddha vision. That cable channel is free. Perfect time, perfect place, perfect teacher, perfect teaching, perfect teacher. And here's the hardest one of all. Are you ready? The perfect student, the perfect practitioner, the perfect member. Who's ready to step up to that, to sit on that seat, to assume that high ground? Please help yourself. This is the perfect time, the perfect place, the perfect teaching, perfect teacher, perfect person. You, oneself, assume the high ground. Let's not dream about foreign holy lands far away. Let's not dream about the Himalayas or Mount Manadnock or Mount Shasta, some high peak. Assume the higher ground yourself here and now. As William Blake sang, and I'm sure many of us are familiar, I can see many of us were around in the 60s when this was popular. <clears throat> to see a world in a grain of sand and heaven in a wild flower. Hold infinity in the palm of your hand and eternity in an hour or in this moment. Thank you. God bless, Buddha bless. I'll be signing this book afterwards if anyone's interested. Take care, be kind to each other. Stay aware. Thank you. <laughs>